0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello Hello. and welcome to the In For A Penny podcast. I'm so excited to be here glad you are. I'll introduce you in a minute. Okay. I'm Mark Schoffman, a freelance personal finance journalist, and I'm joined by my financial planner friend.
1: Oh, friend, financial planner friend.
0: Joshua Gersler. (laughs) He runs an advisory business called The Orchard Practice. If you would like to know a bit more about us, you can check me out at www.cavendishcontent.com and Josh at www.topfs.co.uk.
1: Each episode, we aim to give our perspective on the world of finance and money and discuss some of the issues that crop up in business as well as everyday life. We hope that you'll learn something from our podcast as well as have some fun too. So, thank
0: you for downloading this episode, everyone. Um, thanks for all the positive feedback. I wanted to um, read out our latest review, which has come via iTunes, Okay, uh, which is one of the many ways to listen. You can also do so via Spotify and Podbean and probably some other places that I can't think of right now.
1: Yeah, I've got an app on my Samsung that I listen on. Shall I tell you what it's called? Castbox. Correct. I didn't even have to get it out of my pocket. Thank you.
0: Glad that's what you were getting out of your pocket. So this review is from someone whose name I have not written on the script. You
1: have? Have I? Settle. Because I know who Settle is. He's a lovely guy that works at OpenWork.
0: Ah, so OpenWork is the network you are an advisor
1: within. Correct. So he has very kindly listened and he has said, do you want to read it? Yeah, I'll read it because I okay. like Settle, lovely guy. Easy listening, right length, good banter and the subject matter is pitched at the right level. Very much like the split into two segments too. Okay. Thank you, Settle. Well, we're going to slightly disappoint Settle for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we are, aren't we? Because we're not splitting it into two today, no, are we? we're doing something a
0: little bit different.
1: I think it's quite exciting this, are you this episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I've got a question for you. What would you do yeah. if you came into a windfall, into a significant amount of money? What would your, how would you cope?
1: How would I cope with
0: it? Yeah. What would your, what would you do?
1: Well, I think there's two different questions: are how would I cope and what would I do. I think I would cope all right, seeing as I know how to be sensible with money. What would I do is a different question. Okay. Well, we're going
0: to come back to what you do or what you say people should do a little bit later okay. in the programme because I. Recently met uh, the stars behind a BAFTA award-winning BBC Three program.
1: Don't rub it in that I wasn't invited. <laughs> I went to meet them. <laughs>
0: it's called People Just Do Nothing. Okay, it's a show about. Well, some... I was whilst you were. Yeah, you were too. doing nothing. It's a show about some um, boys in their mid-thirties who are still into garage music and run their own pirate radio station. I'm told it's garage and not garage. Garage. Yeah. Ooh, so garage. I was obviously never into it.
1: Is it Nigel Farage or Nigel Farage? And good question. He's not in this
0: bit. So they are relatively young actors, uh, but they've c- uh, found come into a lot of success and um, critical accolade. And with that, they've also gained some new sound wealth, a little bit of money. So I met them to discuss how they cope with money matters. Just a quick warning, there is some strong and bad language in this clip that some children and others may find offensive. So we apologise in advance. People Just Do Nothing is a BAFTA award-winning BBC3 comedy about a pirate radio station called Corrupt FM. It's led by MC Grinder with Psychic DJ Beats and they broadcast from a council flat of their mate Steve's Gran and are managed by wheeler dealer Chibuddy G. The show has built a cult following and has a strong social media presence. It's because of this that they've teamed up with Santander Bank to inform young people about how to avoid scams with a series of mini films about the importance of protecting passwords, avoiding fake websites and not giving anyone your bank details. I went to meet them at the launch. Okay. I don't have... Are we doing the character hands? No, no, you? okay. No, no, just no just that characters.
2: That, yeah. Don't worry, we'll still be twice. Well. <laughs> Mark Shoffman. Yeah. Uh,
0: so let's talk about... Um, what I thought was weird when I came in, what I thought you guys would pick up on was uh, you come down and there's a big Wi-Fi sign. So sign into the Wi-Fi and it's called Get Corrupted. Yeah. Don't I one, get corrupted. Don't correct corrupted. Yeah. And a lot, I automatically signed into that and then about ten minutes later I thought, well, that's the ultimate scam. Because you I think it's going to hack your mind. Yeah, money. and I thought there'd be a thing saying no. this many just,
3: people. designs. No,
4: it's not a test. It no, a test. Yeah.
2: it's just no sickness. It's like Darren no. Brown
4: or some shit. Yeah. 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 Do you smoke because you're quite
2: hairy. Yeah, you're yeah. <laughs> I just
0: interject at this point for my mum or wife who was listening on my kids, possibly. Uh, I've been I don't smoke weed. Anymore.
2: have yeah, I used you uh, to yeah. yeah. <laughs> make it. up a
0: fake email. That's also the
3: ultimate scam. I wrote Alan Avocado. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Good.
2: No. Um, That's his go-to scam address. Yeah, Alan yeah. Avocado.
3: Uh, at what, though?
2: Uh, at Gmail. At Gmail or something. Yeah. That poor yeah. Alan Avocado.
3: I know, <laughs> <Alan>. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting loads of emails. I
2: <laughs> <laughs> To our
3: event. Yeah. That
0: was Alan Mustafa, who plays MC Grinder, giving some interesting tips on how to get around the uh, Wi-Fi sign-in systems. So banter out the way. Who says I can't do banter? I started by asking what it's like to go from earning nothing to suddenly be doing quite well. Obviously, this guy, these guys have won a Bafta now, so they're probably coming into a bit of money. I was keen to know how they're managing that. This is particularly relevant for Hugo Chegwin who plays DJ Beats as he also has another successful career as a music producer and has worked with big names such as Emily Sande. so has experience going from earning relatively modest amounts to suddenly coming into quite a lot and having uh, quite large sums to deal with.
4: Honestly the person I used to work with uh, is very tight and actually It didn't work in our favour because when you earn over a certain amount of money you have to spend a certain amount for your taxes to use against what you pay out for your taxes i know nothing about money but we can spend enough so now i try and spend as much as i can
2: (laughs) put that down
0: that is asim chowdhury who plays chibadija in a show questioning yuko's approach And he's pretty right. as much as you can may not be the best advice, but Steve Stamp, who plays rugby Stephen Green in the show, actually has some better tips. He spoke about being used to earning around 25, 26 grand a year, and when he started bringing more home, he just always kept to the budget that he was used to when he was earning less.
2: Having the experience of not having luck. Massive amounts of money is quite useful yeah. to get used to, like what you actually need to live on. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah I, I guess I
3: guess for us, getting good accountant as well. Uh,
2: How do you sort of save? What, what do you do to save? Just stick it in an ISA and then in uh, savings accounts and.
3: Uh, I'm pretty good at that. I, I'll take, I'll literally take 50 percent of every 50 every check every that pound. I get, yeah. <laughs> everything that goes into my account, and put it into a savings. Uh, all the tax. tax and that. And then I'll put pretty much all of it into a, a normal, say, uh, an ISO. Um, and, 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 then, you and, and then on. take like a little grand to live on for the month or whatever, yeah, into the current account, yeah. basically. I'm good with that. And, and then I, I find that way you see what you're spending and it can make you a bit more nervous about spending because you're having to move money around so rather than it just being there and you, you spend You live it off it, a right? grand a month.
4: Huh? Well, whatever it is. I don't <laughs> <bring> it <down. laughs> yeah. That's why yeah. I get sent to me. I have, I have my money. I don't know how much I got. It's nice he's, ba- he's
3: bad with no 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 in that way but no, no, he's no, bad no. with saving so he's I think he doesn't know how much he's yeah you know. <laughs> right? no, no but his, his, his accountant will <laughs> take it all and then give him I love the that. I love I, it back because he will spend it
2: okay so uh, that's good so, yeah. yeah how far off am I yeah, <laughs> I basically said give me a warning and then spend it didn't <laughs>
0: but how have you guys come to know what to do because I speak to a lot of friends who will be like oh, I've got this money do I put it in an ice or do I put it in this thing that Google's telling me to do.
3: Well, do you know what? It's the age thing. I think if we started earning loads at the age of 18, 19, then we mm. might spunk it up the wall a bit more because we wouldn't be like, oh, we need to save cause we need to get a fucking mortgage or, we're gonna be fu- or we need to invest in something eventually. Otherwise, we'll be fucked and we'll see nothing from this money. But actually, we don't know that much because we haven't had a financial advisor. We haven't invested it into anything. Yeah. You know, ISA is more something by word of mouth. I might go, Steve, what have you done with it? Or you might, you know, it's just like When we started tax
2: returns, we all started talking about like, Yeah, we started getting advice with each it? other playing but back on and, and, and in that for granted.
3: us healthy. yeah and I see you yeah. can only put a certain amount in yeah. um, but, but but with investing in stuff, we haven't done any of that apart it's, from property yeah
2: and it's all just word of mouth like my older brother is quite good with money so I speak to him about stuff and get yeah. his advice I would literally ask one of these
3: like, I haven't got like both of my parents are foreign and I don't really know that much about that so it would be word of mouth but we still don't there's no one there's no like uh, I mean we never got educated even in the system about any of this. Yeah, you know I mean? with so fucking thirty-three-year-old men that are asking well, apparently, things, price, yeah, apparently I mean. now they teach stuff in, like
2: that in, in uh, secondary schools, Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we didn't well, get. I that. wish they did, though. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I have no idea. But I mean, I, I suppose at least you got someone to blame because they probably would have taught it and we wouldn't have listened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but like, there's not like, yeah. I mean, it's just you can Google something, but then there's about seventy million different opinions. So it's like, what do you do? Do you yeah. know what I mean?
0: Where
4: did you get your property investment advice from? Right? God. 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 Yeah. I actually have um, a... <laughs> I used a mortgage... Yeah, I, I had a good mortgage guy, actually. Yeah.
3: Just a yeah. mortgage
2: guys yeah. Rise,
4: yeah. 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 Well, like I a mortgage like, advisor? Yeah. 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 He did all
2: my
3: mortgage shit for that's me. A, yeah, did you have the same thing? I went to one, yeah, and he's
2: sort of got their opinion. And yeah, but well, we've never
3: had anyone that's told us where to invest our money apart, apart from that, basically. Uh, well, our
2: accountant is also a oh, well, manager of... Oh, I
3: haven't. Yeah, yeah, I I yeah but know.
4: she's also, like, I feel like she deals yeah, well, with big, bit like large amounts of money, so... Yeah, we're, we're not there yet. Our money's like, I guess
3: there's, once you earn loads, 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 loads then you start getting approached either like, from your bank or your account... Uh, Coots. Like, <laughs> that yeah. a dream. But <laughs> I'm not there yet, so I don't know about that. Coots. Coots. Like it's like where there's the Queen's Bank. Queen bank. bank. Banks, yeah. yeah, but but even... I mean, Barclays. Even, I mean, even Barclays I called <laughs> up and you know, they're like, yeah, we can't money really bad. help you with that unless you own all a certain It's the Queen's Bank.
2: Yeah. Yeah. If, even my the Even when I called, so like, when I called up my
3: bank, like I mean I not to disclose how much I own, but they were like, Yeah, well you're not you're not earning that much to be able to get a financial advisor yeah. from us here, but a, so.
0: well, like, how important do you think financial literacy is in? Like, do you think there needs to be more of that? Financial fin- like financial education and making people more
3: literate? I think so. Like It's hard I mean, to take on board though, isn't it?
2: Yeah, because you don't know how much... It's easy when you're worrying don't and know how much fun. You Maybe we should, anyway.
3: but then like, on a day-to-day basis, it, it, it really depends on the type of person. I'm not the type of person that would want to constantly check financial news every day.
4: Yeah. Do you know what I, mean? I think we are all clouded in a lot of capitalism bullshit, and I think we're becoming more and more like America, and empathy is not really there at the moment with the Tories and everything. I think we should be taught, but also it shouldn't be taught that it's the most important thing. Like, you don't need that much money, you know what I mean, like, it, and the emphasis on money. Oh, sorry, successful. I thought
3: you meant what you should do with your money or how to keep it. Well, it is I that, but, that. Yeah. yeah, it is that, but I, I do think yeah. that that kind of mentality <laughs>
4: Of getting money, like you know, I don't think we're nowhere near as bad as. Is a rich guy saying fuck money? <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of like I don't treat money like a thing where I need to get money. i have never been like a money chaser. Yeah.
0: Is that easy to get? No 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 no, no,
4: no, 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 I've never, i put m- value in money like that. No, like no, of course I've, so everything, I've never had we, it. everything we, everything it we do is in. about
3: the work and yeah, the it's money about follows. being successful, being yeah. proud of what you do, yeah. and then yeah. the money
4: comes. But I think there is a lot of emphasis on like money and. Like capitalism, but, but I think which it's about, about, like you know what is
3: important? In... It, it is it is like, and we're lucky we're not complete idiots. But like it's like, yeah, that's sweet, and that's exactly where I'm at. But it's also then learning how to what to do. Managing properly, man- managing. Of course, it, and yeah. it's I like you, when you get money, about. you some
4: people go mad. Yeah. But I remember when yeah. I first got like I don't know, even when I like, a few years ago, when I got my first show outside of yeah. people just nothing. It wasn't like that much, but at the same time, it made me quit my job, and I, I was like, fuck. Like I can go shopping. I kind of like can buy this. I can buy that.
2: I went a bit mad, you know. Yeah, you I mean, get, It was like a lump like, sum. T- Is like if you get ten grand. Yeah, that's what it was like. like ten right, grand. I was like fuck yeah. me. you've Never had ten grand before. It's like I can do. Anything.
4: Yeah, I'm, I'm been rich like, forever. I remember getting a bursary from uni. Was like two and a half grand, and I went
3: mental. Yeah, yeah. Literally like two three,
4: three days, it was gone. It I'm was literally like,
3: a millionaire. Yeah yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, yeah, but obviously more advice. But I do think, and I mean, education to, is very important. I think to be fair, there is a lot of information available online. Like if you if you do dig around and stuff.
3: That's the thing, but it's kind of t- like I, 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 it pretty is much, a much is a lot. and everything I tried to everything I try to learn about. I can't remember what I was trying to work out the other day, but anyway, like. It's like everything you do. There's so many different options, which is a good thing, but mm-hmm. then it's also quite intimidating and quite like fuck. Well, who's right? Do you know what I mean? And then you then you then you have to go to your mates, and your mates might not know. And, yeah.
0: So who do you guys use when you're making like your decisions on where to put your savings or?
2: Oh fuck uh, knows. I, accountant or yeah, a yeah. bank. I've got like a
3: first protocol
2: would be yeah. a bank advisor guy. Whatever I don't know what his title is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, those are probably the ones that I would just sort of. If I had, like, a big lump that I wanted to sort of invest in something, I would ask them. Like, I, my older brother is good with money, so I ask him and yeah. stuff. And then it's kind of like mates, really, just sort of... Uh, People have done it before, like, experience and, like, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, like, like I, I, went to school well. with, I went to school with a guy who played for Chelsea, and he was obviously making ridiculous money and recently <laughs> he's become bankrupt.
4: Could I put myself on a stock market or like could Corrupt be on the stock market? Put <laughs> yourself
2: on the market. Uh, but well no,
4: serious question. <laughs> could Corrupt FM be on the stock market and yeah. people could invest in the brand of Corrupt? Is that a thing?
2: If your production company
4: listed,
0: as a name, know, is veering into financial advice. Yeah, you probably quickly.
2: have to be a registered company or <laughs>
0: some. Yeah, we are. Yeah. There you go. Hello. So you yeah. need an IPA. Right. I've got an IPA. <laughs> oh, that's a joke there from Netflix, Asim Chowdhury yeah, about yeah. IPOs, which are initial and, public offerings, stock market listings, yeah, and is. IPAs, which is... How often you been kind of doing these sorts of videos on social media? Do you think you're reaching the right people or do you need a bigger reach? Or would it be being able
2: to do some of this on Netflix or... Something? I, think, um, yeah. I think social media is such a. Big like way for people to learn about stuff and to spread messages now it's kind of, it's almost like dangerously important now on social media Like where you see politicians are getting elected because they're like because uh, they have loads of followers and they're baby Trump lots, essentially so I think it's I think it's a good thing to use uh, those platforms to promote messages that could help young people yeah I mean if, it, if they put the adverts onto Netflix or whatever, then... Fair enough. Netflix no, doesn't don't have, have that adverts, sense. yeah.
4: It's
2: what you pay. But if Netflix want to pay us to do a series that could inspire people, then we'll do that for the right price. <laughs> so put that in the <laughs> well. Fine. Yeah. Thank you very much. Nice, no, everybody. Really thank, 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 thank you. Cheers. Nice,
0: that was the cast behind People Just Do Nothing. Seem like nice people. Yeah, normal, they were, just normal people. It was weird because uh, I try not to get starstruck when I meet people, but I did find myself a little I bit not Just relax nervous. when you're with me. You don't need to feel like that. <laughs> but also because their characters, are uh, the characters they play are, are kind of um, act like rude boys. So you yeah. remember when we were young, there were always the kind of guys who um, spoke strangely uh wore kind of weird clothes and acting like Ali G like Ali G exactly yeah so they spoke in that sort of way and it was kind of weird to approach him when I first went up and started talking to him yeah um I shook one of their hands but I did it in a really weird not a normal handshake you do at a um business conference it sort of turned into you know where you do the hand and you do grip the wrist well they called it a rapid handshake yeah okay so did that go down well not really no, they it were like, what is this weird. guy doing yeah. <laughs> as long as you had fun I did have fun So what did you think? So that was um, a group of young lads suddenly come into money. Uh, Hugo there, one of his suggestions was to spend as much as you can. What do you think of that approach?
1: I'm not sure whether that is the most sensible approach to spend as much as you. But that is a common uh, um, problem when people first come into money who aren't used to it or who haven't planned for it. They think, wow, I've got all this money. I need to suddenly, why don't I spend it? Why don't I enjoy it? And that's partly right. You know, if you've got money you should enjoy it. that's what it's there for but at the same time you need to make sure you plan sensibly for the future and put some away as well one of the things i found was interesting
0: was um they said a lot of their money advice they get is from friends people who've done it before I sort of missed an opportunity to suggest they use a financial advisor and a decent one such as you the orchard practice
1: thank you um, but you did miss that correct yes didn't. yeah i think uh a lot of people will turn to friends and family first for advice which is natural and and so you should um but you can't beat professional expert help from any financial advisor, not just not just the Orchard Practice, from anyone out there. Um one of the guys, you'll tell me who it was, one of the guys said he speaks to his bank. Yes. Which isn't a bad idea. But the only problem with a bank is that they sometimes they're not necessarily financial advisors. They are just selling you their own products. So you have to be careful dealing with a bank. Although it's better than doing nothing. You're probably better off speaking to a financial advisor. Uh, One of the guys speaks to his older brother. I don't know what his older brother does, but hopefully he's giving him good, sensible advice. Um, And someone said that they called a bank, and the bank said uh, they don't earn enough enough to help them, which I thought. was a bit of a shame but different people different advisors and banks operate in different areas of the of the market so some people only want to deal with mega mega rich people some people want to deal with people just starting out so they're within their rights to say sorry you're not the client for us what did you think about what they're saying about more having more
0: financial education when you're younger would that help
1: yeah i'm I'm all for that i think the more the earlier that people start to understand money um the better decisions people will make in the long run because often it is younger people that get themselves into problems with debt um, students it could be people get taking out credit cards so if you learn at school how to manage money that's a great thing
0: how easy do you think it is to make the wrong decisions
1: very easy like everything in life if, if you don't have the right knowledge and the right information you may make the wrong decision that's why having an advisor a professional they can steer you in the right direction help you make sensible financial decisions
0: i guess that's important when you're young as well because if you're young and you suddenly come into a lot of money like they're talking about suddenly earning ten thousand pounds for a show which i've obviously never got but there were times when if i was young you're not getting paid for this (laughs) but say if i was young i'd have a part-time job and i was sort of still living at home so i wasn't paying rent or anything and i'd uh, get my weekly salary so maybe it was i don't know £100 pounds or so, a few hundred pounds, and you suddenly do have all this money, I and mean, then you just kind of go out and you spend it on a pair of Reebok classics. And then when I look back and I think, well, they're a bit naff nowadays, so
1: was, is that a waste in hindsight? Do they still fit? Probably not. No, well, there you go. Um, yeah. But look, you, no, you have to enjoy yourself. So there's no, nothing to say you can't spend money on things that you like, but not at the expense of your future self. You need to put money away for your future self. And you thank yourself down the line.
0: I think I would have thanked myself because that's probably 50 quid on a pair of trainers or PlayStation games as
1: well. I used to be quite into computer games and now I never play them anymore. Yeah, but no, but that was your thing at the the time. So I'm not saying don't, I'm saying quite the opposite. If there's things you like and you enjoy, spend money on it. Just make sure that it's not going to stop you doing the things you want to do in the future as well. So how do you, so what do you
0: say to people who are unsure how to make the first steps towards saving and investing?
1: Stop. Stop. Take a big breath. That's it. And the most important thing is regular <laughs> discipline. savings. So you did say <laughs> Regular discipline savings is the most important thing. So set up a standing order or a direct debit to put some money away into a separate account to your current account. That's the first thing to do. Whether you can afford to do £5 a month, £5,000 a month or £50,000 a month, just get in that habit of saving regularly. That's the, mo- that's the way to start. Where do you put that money? But If you're just starting with... with just want to get in that habit i just put it in a savings account with your bank then then when you are ready and you're feeling um that the time is right make an appointment with a financial advisor sit down discuss your goals and objectives and your financial advisor will help you come up with a proper financial plan
0: how important do you think financial advice is
1: very if i didn't think it was important i wouldn't do it What we do for our clients is so valuable to give them that financial security and financial comfort and to be able to help people achieve their life goals is so rewarding. Some people obviously
0: don't get financial advice, but if you're working and and most people will will be automatically put into a pension, which could be a lot of people's first foray into a financial product but then they could just think, oh, well, I've got this pension now, I don't need to do anything else.
1: Some people do think that, which is is naive to think that. It's great that they got automatically enrolled into a pension and it's a great start, but you need to look at it properly and explore it further. Is it possible to have
0: too much money? That was one of the points that Asim Chowdhury raised.
1: Yeah, he got a bit political, didn't he? He wasn't too happy with uh, America. Um, Can you have too much money? You know what? I haven't had that problem myself. Um... I don't think you can have too much money. It's how you use it that's important. You can be just about getting by and using your money very sensibly. You can have millions and millions and be wasting it. Um, a lot of these very wealthy people give a lot of money to charity. So I don't think you can have too much. It's more important. You can you can mismanage it and misuse it, I think, is more uh, an issue there. Um, it was interesting that, that uh, one of the gentlemen said that they go online. To, to get their financial advice so just google it and you get seventy thousand or 70 million answers to your question which is a big problem not just in finance but just in everything in life and we, nowadays it's something called decision paralysis where there's so much information out there you're just paralyzed from making any type of decision it's a good word two words i didn't make it up but it is a good phrase i think if you need advice speak to a friend who a, a trusted friend who has seek help of a professional and, and go and see that professional Okay.
0: One of the reasons I was at this event with these guys was they were uh, launching a campaign for Santander on um, combating scams. Have you ever been scammed?
1: No. You?
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you asked. So, well, it's, it's, it's I learned an interesting lesson in protecting your documents. Was when I was a younger child, a younger boy.
1: When you were a young girl, yeah. A young boy. <laughs>
0: Uh, probably in my early 20s, I was living in Hackney, East London. Hackney? In Hackney with my now wife, then... Then ex-wife? And girlfriend, I guess she was. And we uh, were renting out one of the rooms in the house to a boy who came along. He gave us references and everything. But then a few days, possibly weeks later, I found my driving licence and um, debit card had disappeared.
1: What about your girlfriend? Was she, she, was was there? There. Okay. she was
0: still there. Okay. still there. And... A load of charges started coming up on my account for oh, for um, DVDs and a whole yeah. load of electrical goods. And so this guy had stolen my documents, stolen my identity. He became Mark Shuffman. Oh, he sounds like a lovely guy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, and then so obviously that took a lot of work with credit, re- credit reference agencies. All got okay. sorted? Eventually, but it's a lot of... Um, that's all. We had to check with CCTV of the electronics store he walked into and it showed him with kind of beanie hat on. Because yeah. obviously he doesn't look anything like me. I'm well, I unique. I don't know the
1: guy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, it showed, he had a beanie hat on and he just came in and showed my ID, which I have a picture of my driving licence, which isn't in a beanie hat. That's right. Anything, but he still got away with that. Yeah, it was a very stressful time. But all got, got your money back got sorted. Got my money back and got sorted. Good. Do you want me to sign off then? Yeah, do it. Okay. That's all we've got time for in this episode. Thank you for listening, but please remember, anything discussed in this programme should not be viewed as financial advice. If you do need support, though, please contact me or visit Practice at www.topfs.co.uk. Don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter, at InfraPennyPod1. And at Mark Shoffman. At Mark Shoffman. At Josh Gerstler. Very good. Uh, Do feel free to leave any feedback. Post any financial issues
1: you'd like us to cover. Speaking of feedback, you know we got that. Feedback from SLG12345. Oh, uh, yeah. So I've had a few messages from people asking if it was indeed Mrs. Gersler It turns out it was. Was it? So she has listened to the show. Oh, that's good to know. Please I know in mine. another episode there was, we said something about she's just got to pat me on the back for something. Yeah. Um, she hasn't patted me on the back yet, so she needs to, we'll see if she ever listens to that episode. Do update us next time. I will do. But for now, thank you for
0: being in for a penny.